0: I've never been able to do that in a game, and every time I see a quarterback do that in a game, I'm like, dang, that's so sick. I want to do that one time. And, uh, and I told myself if I get to sneak, I'm doing it, and I uh, almost
1: blacked out. Uh, but uh, just, I mean, the Florida game and, and just being excited and letting my emotions show and not holding things in and, and uh, just being present.
2: Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios, this
0: is the Press
1: Box with
0: Grainy and Bischoff. Joining us now from Pro Football Focus is Ben Brown. Good morning, Ben. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, Tyler. How, how are you doing today?
0: Very good. Uh, you bet the over on Steelers Browns. At what point were you confident in that bet last night?
1: Um, that is that is a really good question. <laughs> I was uh, in in a pit of misery during the first <laughs> quarter. That's for sure. And then even when we got uh you know the 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 influx of points in the second quarter, I was still way too nervous that I was gonna jinx it and I decided not to tweet or, or double down on my tweet so it was uh it was never a good feeling I would say throughout the entire matchup and I'm expecting you know more of the same coming up here on Monday night Football as well
3: hey Ben uh it's Lindsey Brown here I'm a huge fan of your last name uh, which owen2 team do you think has the best chance to banish their goose egg with uh with a win this weekend
1: yeah I think I, I think that's a good question I mean it's got to be uh Cincinnati I am you know, they, they basically moved up from, you know, four-and-a-half-point favorites up to six points. I think, you know, this is, uh, I would say last week was probably a muslin game for them. Obviously, they didn't get it done against Cooper Rush in Dallas, but uh, they need to beat the New York Jets this week, and I think they do do that. I think they are going to be, you know, in the running for the AFC North Division crown uh, when it's all said and done. So, yeah, I, I like the Bengals, uh, and I think we're we'll finally see probably the best version of them so far in 2022, you know, coming up here on Sunday.
0: Is Raiders Titans an elimination game?
1: Uh, yes. I would. I um. I would say it definitely is. You know, I, it's an elimination game in the sense that the team that loses is definitely done. I'm not. I'm not going to crown the team that doesn't lose uh, as like a, you know um, uh, into the playoffs or anything like that. But I do think you know from from the Raiders uh, perspective specifically. They need to win this game. the new, The Tennessee Titans are no longer, you know, close to, uh, you know, the best version that we've seen the past couple of years. I do think, you know, Ryan Tannehill uh, is is probably not going to finish up the season as the starting quarterback. So any opportunity that they have to kind of take advantage of, you know, a really poor Titans team, they absolutely have to do. So I do think, you know, this is uh, this is a game that both teams really need. But if the if the, if the Raiders can do it, especially given their schedule, uh, they still need a lot of help. But this is one that they absolutely have to get in order to kind of, you know, maintain uh, or, or tread water, I would say, in the AFC, you know, playoff race.
3: Our Lord and savior, Jimmy Garoppolo, has had a week to prep for the Broncos, who are mostly awful. Where do you expect the 49ers to look to distribute for maximum impact?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be tough, right? Obviously, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, in the preseason at training camp, wasn't getting any reps, right? Obviously, you know, was sitting out, expected to get traded. Uh, that didn't end up working out. But I think, you know, long-term, it's going to work out in San Francisco's favor having him as, you know, the backup to Trey Lance and not dealing him. But I think, that you know, the expectation that he's going to be able to kind of hit the ground running, given the fact that this is kind of, you know, a new-look offense that was kind of tailored to Trey Lance's strength, I think it's a little bit of a stretch. So uh, I think this is maybe more of a get-right game for the Denver Broncos than it's going to be, you know, some sort of, Uh, you know, homecoming or, you know, uh, renaissance for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. So I'm expecting the Denver Broncos to uh, finally look right, even against a really difficult 49ers defense. I think it's going to be, you know, a choppy game that probably goes under uh, the 44 and a half point total, but I'm not expecting a lot from Jimmy Garoppolo. I think it's probably going to take, you know, a couple of weeks for him to even get back to, you know, the the mid-range type quarterback that he showed last year.
0: I know you guys uh, worked through figuring out how to put an exact number on how much different players are worth to the spread. Uh, do you have a number on how much Nathaniel Hackett should hurt the Broncos against the spread?
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's down there, right? We do honestly fold in some like coaching type metric type things uh, into some of our betting models and stuff like that. And I, I would say, you know, th- there's, there's obviously like a really small sample size that we're working with right now, but he would be, you know, um, among the lowest or replacement level value uh, at this point in time. And I do think, you know, given, given what we've seen so far, it's been, uh, you know, way worse than expected. I do think that he needs to obviously uh, figure things out from his And if, the Denver Broncos are going to come close to you know reaching their maximum potential, especially offensively. Uh, but it's it's been bad right now. And I do think, you know, the media heat on him in particular uh, is definitely justified. I would say
0: if you're looking at like anybody that has a season long Broncos bet, should they feel okay that he's going to figure it out and get that turned around or like two games in, should there be legitimate panic about the Broncos might be bad and it might have a lot to do with how incompetent their coaching is?
1: Yeah, I think, I think that it's the second one, right? I do think that there is, you know, genuine concern, um, you know, uh, every single week on the fact that he's not going to be able to push the right buttons. I think, you know, from a schematic standpoint, things have looked off. They've obviously, you know, dealt with a couple uh, wide receiver injuries. I do think Jerry Judy is going to probably be out once again, so that impacts what they're trying to do. Uh, so, yeah, I think, you know, there's there's legitimate concern. I know we talked, you know, throughout the offseason that it, it's a lot to ask from a continuity perspective to bring in, you know, a new a new head coach, new new quarterback, fit in all this new scheme and everything else and still be really competitive that particular year. And I do think that it was probably overstating how good the Broncos can be. And I think, you know, you, you, you bought into them uh, at their high, and I don't think that they're ever going to live up to that point. But I still think that, you know, they, they may not come close to getting into the playoffs, but I do think they're going to at least show out enough to, you know, cover as one-and-a-half-point dogs against san francisco on sunday
3: night talking to ben brown from pro football focus i'm just looking at this chargers jacksonville game i mean herbert's day-to-day obviously and that's gonna be a huge uh consideration when we look at this matchup but you know sneaky p i really like what dougie p's doing down there in jacksonville are you leaning towards uh the jaguars or are you still have faith in the in the Clip, or the clippers chargers
1: yeah, I mean, I don't think I would ever have uh, absolute faith in the Chargers, just given you know the, the end of game type tomfoolery and everything else that we've seen from you know for so long. Obviously, you know it's really tough to like quantify that or anything, but they just do not seem willing to put teams away. I do think you know Brandon Staley specifically, I would say, made a lot of the correct fourth down type decision make, making situations that we would ask of him uh, this year has not been the case whatsoever. So him kind of reverting back, I think, uh, you know causes. Uh, even more concerned from my perspective, and I agree with you. I think you know Doug Petters- Doug Peterson, maximizing uh, the ability of Trevor Lawrence, who you know is still widely considered to be you know one of the best quarterback prospects we've seen in quite some time. And I think you know those two together in the fold are only going to continue to get better. So if I was betting one side, uh, I- I'm definitely on Jacksonville plus seven. Uh, I think we're going to see Justin Herbert play, but uh, to what extent and how productive he can actually be with you know, the rib injury situation uh, is another question. So give me, give me Jacksonville. Uh, I think it's going to be, you know, maybe a little bit of a higher scoring game than what the market projects. So uh, I think it's going to be, you know, an offensive showcase. And I do think the Jaguars are going to be able to, you know, keep pace uh, and maybe even squeeze out kind of a crazy victory at the end uh, when it's all said and done.
4: Okay, Ben, I'm going to give you two questions. First one, if you had to pick one game this weekend that was going to end in a tie Which one would it be? And then more importantly, if you had to carry a large figurine through a town square in a parade, would you rather that figurine be made of wood or aluminum?
1: I'm going to go with wood for the second question, and I don't really know if I have a good reason for it. Uh, It's a question that I haven't thought uh, uh, too much about, I would say. But I think I'm more of like a wood guy than an aluminum guy, uh, even giving, you know, the weight differential and everything else. But it is a good question. I would say, you know, from a tie perspective, if I was going to bet on one game, uh, I know we talked about it, but uh, Raiders-Titans, I think a lot of weird things could potentially be happening in that game. Uh, we've, we've, We've seen, you know... There's some conservatism, I would say, uh, especially on the Titans' side of things, wanting to run the ball with Derrick Henry. Uh, so I think, you know, when when it all comes down to it, uh, I, I think that's the game that could easily end in the tie, and we we're left still questioning, you know, how do we evaluate both of these teams moving forward?
0: Um, disregard all of Jared's questions in the future. <laughs> That's perfectly I fine. Want-
1: I was like that because I, I don't get to see you guys, so I, I was like, that does not sound like Tyler. But I don't want to like call anybody out or anything like that. But that was a sneak in question first. So <laughs> we now have me.
0: we now oh. have
4: two people who've said
0: wood. Yeah, yeah.
4: wood
1: has a
0: yeah. commanding lead. No,
3: I said wood too, so three.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I whatever you asked two questions at once. A little strange. You could have broken those up. You didn't give me any clear indication.
4: Yeah, I, yeah.
0: Now we're arguing in front of Ben, we and it's are. embarrassing. It's um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you this every week uh, so you can take a little bit of a victory lap, but how are you feeling about your Eagles bets so far?
1: I feel good, right? I mean, uh, I think I would say right now if you're evaluating teams, the Bills are you know, the clear class of the NFL, top to bottom. Uh, I think they have you know, every conceivable position, especially the ones that matter. Locked up, and they have really good players at all those positions. And I think outside of that, you know, there's some teams with established quarterbacks that, uh, you know, outside of the established quarterback have, I would say, quite a bit of question marks. And I do, so I think, you know, outside of the Bills, the Eagles, to me, are probably the most complete team in the NFL from top to bottom. I think they have a really good secondary with Darius Slay, uh, the best offensive line in football right now. Uh, and I think everything's kind of coming together. And, you know, I, I think Nick Sirianni deserves a lot of credit. Howie Roseman deserves a lot of credit. But uh, I think, you know, when it's all said and done, I wouldn't be surprised if they're competing, you know, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, for a legitimate number one seed in the NFC. And I think, you know, that is... Uh, probably even exceeding, you know, where I was at in the off season. So uh, it's it's exciting. I think Jalen Hurts is playing the best football that he's ever played, uh, and he continues to grow and get better. And I think you know from from where he was to where he is, uh, I, I think it's really exciting to see you know the steps forward that they've made overall as a team. And I think they are you know really exciting uh, and have a lot of really quality pieces in place. And They're going to be a really tough out. Uh, when it's all said and done,
3: I really thought we were going to be friends, Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus. But once I find out that you're an Eagles fan and I'm a Vikings fan, and they spanked no, the he hell is, out of my he
1: team, is a Vikings I'm fan? Oh, you are! I am a Viking. Yeah. Are you picked actually, the Eagles? So I, yeah, what are you must, doing? You guys, you guys must have, yeah, you guys must have had like a uh, uh, you know like a Minnesota you know um, setup here. It looks like a lot of people were from Minnesota. That I don't is. know if you guys yeah. handle the accent, but it's – uh, yeah, I am. I am definitely not an Eagles fan. What I am Thank is uh, a better of everything, I guess. So I have to, uh, you know, um, speak to what I believe is actually going to happen. I, you know, uh, Minnesota minus I, six I, this I, week, and I don't oh, like
4: Jesus.
1: that. I don't, I like, don't that. like that. I know it. You cannot like that. I think you know from from my. And I, I don't want to go too too down the rabbit hole, but I obviously growing up, uh, you know, uh, a beaten up Vikings fan. I was there for a lot of the. <sighs> The heartbreak that we experienced. I wasn't there for the four Super Bowls, but I feel like I, yeah. you know, rode along with everything else. And then the thing that it wasn't like a switch or it flipped for me, but the, the Minneapolis Miracle or whatever. Yeah. I had kind of given up complete hope, and honestly, had left the room before that play even happened. And so I couldn't even like get excited about oh. the next week's NFC matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles because I was like, I had already assumed that we had lost, and I had already left, and I had already kind of sworn off my fandom. To the point where it's like, I don't really get too emotional uh, on either side of the coin for the Minnesota Vikings anymore. And I try to be as realist as I possibly can uh, about where they're going to actually end up. So I think that's, you know, wh- where I'm at as a Vikings fan, I will still claim them, but uh, I- I'm not like ride or die like I used to be, I guess I would
3: say. I was at the Minneapolis Miracle, and I think it was the greatest sporting moment I had been a part of since being there for the <laughs> gold and golfer national championship winner in OT. But you're so right, and you're probably smart to swear off of them.
0: Good. All right, Ben. Right. uh Before we let you go, have you figured out a way to model how many points against the spread Kirk Cousins is worth on a Sunday morning <laughs> game versus a Monday night game?
1: The Dalton Index. I mean, Index? it's got to be. It's got to be the biggest swing in sports, right? I think even like going just to his backup in the Monday night football game might be less of a drop off than <laughs> you know Kirk Cousins in prime time. It's. I don't know what honestly. There's like. There's a few quirks and things that I get asked about, you know, from a modeling perspective, there's obviously small sample sizes, but that is one that I cannot quantify, but I uh, fully believe with my like heart and mind that there's definitely something going on uh, with Kirk Cousins in primetime. So it's, it's it's a spot to avoid. I would say maybe he'll show up one time, but uh, there's no way that I would ever get back on that train ever again. And unfortunately, you know, the playoffs happen in primetime spots. So uh, I don't think that (laughs) bodes small.
3: only.
0: (laughs) Ah, poor beaten down Ben Brown. Uh, As always, Ben, we appreciate it. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Have a great show. So there's Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus, um, swearing off his Vikings fandom a few years ago. All right, coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs. The rules of Scrabble are simple. First, each player pretends to mix the tiles
2: while trying to feel for the letter A.
4: Bishop's
2: Briefs The game does not officially begin until one player reminds all the others that the first word scores double. That player is known as the Scrabble Jackass, and is then handed the box top for any further rule clarifications. Bischoff's Brief Players then take turns laying down words until someone does a bad job hiding the fact that they drew a blank. Bischoff's Briefs Upon seeing the blank draw, each player must make a bad joke about the tiles in their possession. Bischoff's Briefs Play continues until each turn takes longer than open heart surgery, and the game ends when one person uses the last of their letters. Even though at this point no one likes that person, they're still referred to as the winner.
4: Bishop's Briefs.
2: And that's how you scrabble.
0: Head out to the M Resort on Sunday for a Raiders Titans watch party. Raider Nation Radio will be out there. The game kicks off at 10. But head out there. Uh, Q will be out there from Raider Nation Radio, also doing a post game show. Buy him a modello. Z. That either means he likes Modelo or he hates Modelo, and I'm not sure which one. So head out, find
4: out. (laughs) Danny, why you got to ruin
0: my? So head out to the M-Resort Raiders Titans watch party this Sunday. Kick off again at 10 o'clock. Danny's in studio here now. Jared's yelling at me. Uh, Lindsey Brown's in for Ed Graney today. Uh, Before we get to Bischoff's briefs, where I'm going to be way too positive about UNLV again, do we want to do score predictions first?
4: Yes. This Mm -hmm. is
0: Jared's favorite part of the show. So, okay. We'll start with you, Jared. And we'll start with, do you want to do Raiders Titans or UNLV Utah State first?
4: Oh, Raiders Titans. I don't
0: have UNLV. I'll do do that one after you give me some. What do you got for Raiders Titans? 18-18. All right. That'll be a fun score. Lindsey?
3: 27 Raiders
0: 23 Titans Danny I'll
5: go 36 27 26. Raiders You seen these two teams play?
0: Yes. All right. Uh Jared by the way is 18 18 a score a Gami. You know it is. Okay.
5: What is that? Is that six field or uh is that going to be 12 Doesn't matter how they get there.
0: Doesn't matter how they get there. it doesn't matter how they get there. What no, I'm hoping I'm saying, for.
5: Do you want 12 field goals? What I'm
4: hoping for is somehow like you know, they, they score two touchdowns and get the um, two-point conversions, and then both teams get a safety. Be fun.
0: Uh, but important, Lindsay doesn't know what a scoregami is.
4: Yeah. What's that? It is a combination of scores that has never occurred before. Ah. So what was your prediction again? Mine? Yes.
3: 27-23 Raiders. All right.
4: Hold on one second. I got to find 27. like 23 in actual total total 4,211 <laughs> times. <laughs> That's
0: my official guess. Miss field goal, three scores. Are you are you going to tell us? Okay, yes.
4: Uh, the first time that 27-23 mm-hmm. happened was the Washington Racial Slurs twenty seven, the Philadelphia Eagles twenty three, and that was on October twenty eighth, nineteen fifty one. The <laughs> last time it happened was the Chicago Bears twenty seven, the Detroit Lions twenty three, and that was on September thirteenth, twenty twenty. So it's been two years. Wow. We've not
0: had a okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go. The Raiders win twenty four to twenty. All right. We are opti- you said Raiders were winning, right, Danny? Yes. All right, we are all optimistic on the Raiders winning. I'm not.
4: Winning.
0: I, I, well, you have a tie, but that's okay. 20 What did you say? 24-20? Yes, we're all optimistic on the Raiders not losing. The first
4: time that happened was the Washington Racial Slurs at the Pittsburgh Steelers in uh, October 12th, 1941. <laughs> first game ever which played. Which I'm pretty sure halfway through that season the Steelers became the Steagles because everyone had to go fight in World War 2. And then the last time it happened was the Green Bay Packers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars on November 15th, 2020.
5: For your bet, you should go bet that there will be a safety this weekend. It's minus 130 right Get out of
4: here, Degenerate Danny. This is Bischoff's briefs, not Degenerate Danny. That's actually, because you said we were going to do score predictions, that's actually why I spun my, I threw a (laughs) mic to him because I knew he was going to come with something. He was going to come with the spiciness.
0: All right, I got to give you some more optimism about UNLV football. Uh, SP Plus my favorite analytical ranking for college football after uh, last week's games. Here is the mountain West ranks. Boise state's the best team in the mountain West by SP plus at 45 air force is 51st in the country. Fresno state is 55th. Their quarterbacks hurt though. Uh, I don't know if there's been an update San Diego state still holding on at 84th and the fifth best team in the mountain West by SP plus is UNLV 92nd in the country. Now, a couple of things here. Normally, UNLV's SP-plus ranking is between 105 and 120. That's where they have existed for since SP-plus has been a stat that Bill Connelly, ESPN created. So being 92 is higher than they pretty much always are. But granted, it's not that much higher. 92 no. to 105 or 110 is not a significant difference. The key here, though, is that they're the fifth-best team in the Mountain West while being the 92nd-best team in the country. The key here is that normally... UNLV, they'll be ranked 110th in SP plus, and they'll be the third worst team in the conference. There'll be two teams below them, but Wyoming, San Jose State, Utah State, Nevada, New Mexico, Colorado State, Hawaii, all of those teams are ranked below UNLV. So UNLV has gotten better, and if they beat Utah State, they'll rise in these rankings too, especially if they beat them by 10, like I think they are. But the key here is that so many teams in this conference are bad. Like, so many teams on their schedule are not good. Now, granted, they play, uh, I think, all the teams that are ahead of them, which is unfortunate for them. But they're going to get to play San Jose State. They play Utah State. They're going to play Nevada. They play New Mexico. And they play Hawaii. They play a lot of teams that are awful. And if they're just average in those games against awful teams, they're going to win pretty much all of them. Mm. And they're probably going to a bowl game if they do that. See how they do against Utah State? That's sort of the first test against bad Mountain West teams. But if they go and beat Utah State, this team's going to a bowl game. It's going to happen because they're going to play enough bad teams that UNLV doesn't have to... They don't have to be at their best every week to win, which is in the past, they've had to be at their best every week to have a chance to win. But this Mountain West... You know, they can show up at 80% of their best and they probably win.
3: Why is it so bad? Is it just like turnover? I have
0: no idea what happened.
4: all of Nevada got up and left. Well, because like
3: I, I, when I was at Mountain West Media Day last year, I remember we talked to Carson Strong and he was obviously like a really big part of their offense, a great quarterback. He graduated and I was with the Eagles and stuff. I'm like, well, maybe it's just all these teams just happen to graduate all their talent at the same time. So
0: Nevada had like the most turnover in like 30 years in college football. They literally like everyone got up and said, we're done. So that's why Nevada is bad. Hawaii's like state senate started investigating their football program and so a bunch of kids left. at the transfer portal. Yep. So that's why those two are bad. New Mexico's always bad, but they just beat Utah, so they might actually be a little bit better. I don't know why the San Diego State, Wyoming, yeah. San Jose State, Utah, and Colorado State. I don't know why that group of schools is so much worse than they usually are because those like that's normally in the mountain West. You're going to oh. have three, maybe four bad teams, right. one or two good teams. And then everybody else is usually solid, but that group that's usually solid, it, it doesn't exist. Like it might be UNLV. UNLV right. might be the team that's solid. Or the
4: NFC East, the college football.
0: <laughs> that's actually very, that's a very apt
4: uh, because <laughs> the best uh, quarterback got hurt. Um, What's really interesting is San Jose State used to be the team that UNLV, like, you could just kind of, like, pencil in a W. And now San Jose State, who it's literally. Good.
1: Respectable. They,
4: they literally tore down part of their stadium so that they could build a golf course for their women's golf team because, well, they didn't need those seats. No one was sitting there. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we're good now.
0: Yeah. It's very confusing. What you need to do. Very confusing. All right. Mm-hmm. Coming up
1: next, Cassie Soto joins the show. She's the only girl we can consistently get to answer our calls. She has to stand on a box to report the news. If you ever see someone fall on the sidelines of a football game, it's probably her. Emmy winner Cassie Soto joins Grainy and Bischoff on the press box. Hello, Cassie.
4: Hello. All
0: right. Um, you actually requested this. I was going to ask you about it anyways. How was trivia night?
2: Champions! We won. The Review Journal B team won.
0: B-Team? There's a B team.
2: Yeah, it's us. We're the B team. <laughs> okay. There,
4: there is no A team. They just call themselves the B team.
0: All right. Um. <laughs> who, who was on your team?
2: It was myself, Adam Hill, Sam Gordon, uh, Leandre Fox, who's our one of our video and sports guys. Also, uh, the fiance Estrus, was there, and then we picked up a former RJ employer, uh, Brett.
0: Okay. Was he a ringer? Was Brett like the, who was the MVP of this?
2: Uh, I hate to admit it, but it was Adam.
0: Oh, boy, that, that tracks. It does. But yeah, you probably shouldn't say that out loud. Like I know what percentage of questions did he answer?
2: All of the ones where we're like, Oh man, we're screwed. And he's like, Nope, I know it.
0: Yeah. All right. Adam Hill. Did you guys win anything? Like, is there a prize involved in this?
2: Yes. So we won best name and we also won obviously, um, the most points. So for the best name, we got a six pack of beer and for winning, um, just overall, we got a $30 gift card for more beer.
0: <laughs>
3: nice.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> First, what was, what was the name?
2: Uh, Kelsey plum cigar.
0: Brilliant. All right. Uh, Six pack of beer, there were six of, or five of you, six of you. So you each got one beer. There were six of us, yeah. Was it $30 per person or $30 to share?
2: Oh, that would be trouble. No, it was $30 to share. Oh, but the beers there are like 4 bucks.
5: So, you know, so we'll you make it. So you got one beer.
0: Two. Well, technically <laughs> yeah. two. Oh, that's a victory yeah.
5: parade.
3: You probably had plenty, though, uh, uh, with the Aces parade just the other day. You were covering it. Did you partake or are you just fully professionalized?
2: No, fully professional because our live feed went down that was supposed to, like, Ooh. give us a break. Um, the one that was on the stage. So myself and Sam Gordon ended up talking for 40 minutes, narrating (laughs) said parade.
4: Should I try to find the uh, clip of her talking to Jonathan Abrams? Yes, yes, please do.
0: Um, So hold on. So you guys talked for 40 minutes to try to what? Mimic what they were saying on stage?
2: To just have some hope. I don't know. (laughs) To make sure everything was okay. Um, No, we mostly, yeah, we were we were talking up until the point they, like, because it took them a while to, like, get off of the buses and, you know, get through the crowd. So we were hoping by the time we got, you know, to that 40-minute mark, we would have our backup camera that was on the, on the stage to be able to go live with, and we didn't. So we were kind of just like, well, that'll do it for us. Sorry, guys.
0: Is, oh. uh, is the Review Journal allowed to air curse words? No? No. No way. Like guys, the news
2: station? No. <laughs> but you guys aren't
0: like on cable. You're just on it's no. just on the internet, right?
2: Yeah, but I mean it's not allowed.
0: But it
4: is but it's a, allowed.
2: It's allowed, but it's not.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've cursed on this show.
0: You have.
2: I did it. I did not curse.
0: I had to dump you, Cassie. I didn't. All right. Here's your shining moment with Jonathan Abram.
2: Well, tell us about, uh, oh, hold on, Adrian. I'm working on a lot of pieces here. Let me see. I think we've got ourselves Jonathan Abram, Las Vegas Raiders safety. Jonathan, do you see me here, bud? There we go. We got it going. Jonathan, you got me?
4: Delightful.
0: It's great. Uh,
2: (laughs) I am, like, cringing hearing it again. And then you don't even, but the best part of that, of that moment is I think like a minute later when I'm like, yeah, he can't hear me. He couldn't even make his bed this morning. So <laughs> I don't think he's going to make this
5: work.
3: So, Cassie, I don't know you super well, but uh, I've been told several times. I mean, it's in your, your lead into the show. You won an Emmy. Uh, what did you win it for, and where do you keep it?
2: Yeah. So it was, and I don't know if I should put this in there. It's a student. It was for UNLV, which I think is more impressive that I won an Emmy in college. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But it was for our rebel report. It was our sports show that we put together. Um, I was a part of the first class that had the rebel report at UNLV. Um, so I won it back to back seasons, I guess it is. Yeah. So the Emmy at the time was like $300 to buy the statue. And as a college student, I don't think I need to explain that I don't have to dollars. Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait! You have parents. Yeah. They didn't buy you a three hundred dollars image that you want. They
2: didn't. No.
5: They said, no. I you think better go pick prof- up a shift at Coldstone.
2: <laughs> John Castanino, the professor. He, uh, I think he he bought it and I would he hope got so. one for himself.
0: Man, that's a that's a letdown from the parents, though. Yeah, Where is it now? I don't know. She doesn't have it. Doesn't Oh, okay. it. she doesn't have
2: I don't know. He's not even the teacher anymore. So I feel like, yeah. Oh should, my I God. Should
3: just, it should have been passed on. I wonder if you could circle back and be like, I wanted it a few years ago. Can we just like redo it? It's all good. Like it, you have yeah. a claim yeah, but, number or something, I wonder right?
2: I You can. I have I mean, I could I could do that now. You Hell should. yeah.
0: You should. should. And then you can put I it in the should. put it in the background of every video you do. Just carry oh. it around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Just put it in my backpack. Ooh. Oh, excuse me, I dropped it. Yeah.
4: This. No, flavor flav. Put it on a chain.
2: (laughs) On a chain.
0: There you go. Um, There you go. I have a a question. This might actually be better for your mom, Uh, so I'll ask it this way. How does your How does your mom feel about Nathaniel Hackett now?
2: I mean, not good. I don't think. Still.
0: Well, she loved him in the off season.
2: She's very like, if you burn me once, we're done. (laughs) So, I, I think that's where she's at.
0: Oh, poor Broncos fans! I would. Would your mother have called a timeout in week one?
2: I think she would have done everything, so too. not
3: that he did <laughs> <laughs> just the opposite of everything that transpired. We would have done differently.
0: <laughs> Wait, who's, who's more disappointed at the moment? Your uh, father, who's a Raiders fan that they're own two, or your mother, who's a Broncos fan that are one and one
2: I think Lowe's has been through enough heartbreak that he's just, like, <laughs> he just like, accepts it. He just knows he has like a good, like four or five solid hours every Sunday where he can just like, that's his man time. So he's just happy regardless.
3: You like the Raiders this weekend? No. Really? We all think we're all very know.
0: positive yeah, in here about think it. They're winning.
2: I mean, they probably are. They they should. They should. Yeah, they, right. okay. Well, I'll just I'll come on this. I'll say I like parades and I'll say I like the
0: Raiders this oh, weekend. How we'll, about that? Yeah, she's on our parades. Get side. out of here, Danny. I told you not to talk.
3: <laughs> we'll buy you an Emmy.
0: Uh so hold on, Thank hold on. You. I gotta ask you this one too. Is you and L V gonna win this weekend?
2: Oh man, what's going on? Utah State, they just lost like a bunch of guys. Did they not?
0: They got two injured starters. They just lost to an FCS team by like 20 points. My whole thing here is that there is more positivity this week about UNLV than there has been in the previous 10 years combined.
2: I don't know who it was, but uh, I think it might've been at the the bar the other day because I think I was wearing a UNLV, some UNLV gear, and they were like, hey! That Doug Brogfeld guy. I'm like, yeah, man. What's going on with UNLV as an alum over here? We've got something to cheer about. So yeah, go Red. Can so, I say that? I did.
0: Why wouldn't you be able to say that? I don't know because isn't not,
2: Ed funny about cheering for for teams? But if we went to that school, you're, you're allowed yeah,
0: to, right? You're not like on here. You're not the UNLV beat writer. I say we all the time. Just yeah. own it. Yeah. All not, right. Great. That's fine. Go Red. That's Reds. fine. And Ed's We're not even. Win. Even if Ed did care, he's not here. He's not allowed
4: to make all picks right. either. What do you think yeah, we're going to? airplane gonna, mode in yeah, right now. What do
0: you think we're going to tattle on you to Ed?
2: I don't know. That guy, that guy hears it all. <laughs> oh, 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 underland, underland, mommy, yeah, yeah, what's tonight? Yeah, yeah, oh. Did I win?
0: I think so. Uh, where did all you right, sing great. that? Where did you sing that last?
2: Uh, Allegiant Stadium.
0: Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good videos. You are uh, excellent at creating content for us. You know that, right?
2: <laughs> hey, if there's one thing I could do, why not? That's as good Give me as it some, gets. Some funny stuff to talk about.
0: All right, Cassie. Uh, we appreciate it. Good job winning trivia. Oh, what's the? Uh, let me ask you this before you go. What's the question you answered correctly that you were most proud of?
2: Um. Ooh uh, the the lyrics to Marquis "Just a Friend." So ooh. lyrics
0: to a song is that really trivia?
2: Yeah, we actually swept the the music portion okay. of trivia.
0: That seems like cheating yeah, yeah. at trivia, but okay.
2: now no, we won.
4: Okay, I have to ask you the question of the day. Uh, if you had to carry a large totem uh, through a like town center during a parade, would you rather be made of wood or aluminum? Wood. No one has gone Wood's aluminum.
0: across the board. Yeah, no one wants to carry aluminum. All right. Get out of here, Cassie. Hot
3: also,
2: so if it's like a hot day here, it's just going to be hot and burning your hands. No,
0: nah, you're in Austria. Yeah, a you're, wrinkle you're,
3: we didn't consider.
0: You're in Austria okay. for this. It's not hot. <laughs> you're in the Alps. Yeah, it's okay. okay. All right. No right. more No more context for you. Thanks, Cassie. She's Cassie Soto Bye. from the Review <laughs> Journal. Um, I I forgot the context of that. Oh, Austrian villages celebrate Samson.
4: Twelve.
3: Yeah, yeah, twelve
0: Austrian villages celebrate Samson. Different
3: answers or different reasonings for each answer, though, which is nice. I, just I, enjoy I that think we... people
0: are uncomfortable uh with their lack of knowledge on aluminum yeah they don't know exactly what and, an aluminum sculpture or we just think of like.
3: aluminum of, of like very thin or we think of sheets aluminum of, foil of, yeah exactly like know, it's gonna fall it's, apart but i feel like it's heavy
4: and it's, like I said, not, it's heavy. not grippy it's yeah. really really not heavy like, like well, if you, it's, it's, you have what?
3: 75 pounds of wood and 75 pounds of aluminum how much does it weigh
0: but it's not pounds, exactly but like, it's not what? 75 no. pounds you just make the same size statue yeah. out of it
3: but it might not be the same weight then
0: i think aluminum is the way to go I actually think that for little...
3: lightness, probably, but I, I'm going for mer- for grip because it's an awkward size. This totem.
4: How do we know that it's supposed
3: to? I, like... It's a totem in Austria. What do you mean? Why
4: do we think like we? It could be like little bitty.
3: It could be like the Highland Trials where they like throw the big rocks over the thing. You know all the games the that they cabers? do in Scotland.
4: Is that what they're called? Cabers? and
0: it just means log. Is that where they have to climb up a log that's falling down? Yep, they down. have yes. all these different okay. events.
3: It's like the Olympics, but Scotland.
0: Okay. All right, we got tickets to give away. Roger Waters is coming to T-Mobile Arena, and we got two tickets for you. This is not a drill. Live in the round, Saturday night, October 1st at T-Mobile. It's Roger Waters. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. Jared, what caller number do you want to take?
4: Let's just go with 11.
0: All right. Caller number 11. You'll win two tickets to go see Roger Waters in October at T-Mobile Arena. 702-364-1100. Make sure you have a valid email.
1: 1-0 pitch. High drive.
2: You're locked in the press box.
0: Congratulations to Mike, Dean, Reed, and Scott. They won all our prizes today. Scott hasn't actually won yeah. anything yet. He's got to get three games right to um, win 300 bucks, and he picked the Colts to beat the Chiefs.
3: We're still happy for him, though.
0: Yeah, I, he's probably going to win. Normally, yeah. people come on here, make smart choices, and they lose. And
5: He chose Scott's chaos gonna today. Yeah,
0: he's going to win with the Colts, probably. Uh, Danny's in here. Um, we're going to give score predictions on UNLV football. But first I need to ask you, have you bet on UNLV? Yes. What did you bet?
5: UNLV minus three.
0: Okay. So you think they're winning by at least three. You've been listening to this show too much. That's your problem. All right, Jared, you got a score for UNLV football?
4: Um, I had one. I believe it is. You had one. Sorry. 29, 30 or 32, 29.
0: All right. Ooh. Is that a
4: sc- That's not a college football no, score. That's, that's not okay. a score
5: That same exact score. I won one of those, uh, the Super Bowl square things.
4: Sometimes I
0: hate for you. the
5: Patriots' game-winning field goal <laughs> over the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> that exact score. That was like fifteen years ago. Yes, I was. not Jake Delhomme in yes, that game? Was, oh, Jake Delhomme! I was twelve years old.
4: I. It's all right. So identity since first started young. <laughs>
0: Bet it all on Jake. Is that DeLone? when you got hooked on? You were like, "Oh, football square. This rush. Oh yeah, twelve-year-old <laughs> daddy was I've been ready chasing to go. it ever since. Which
3: alone would you more likely bet on—the Carolina Panther one or the Cleveland Browns one?
5: Wait, the what? I'm sorry. So <laughs> Jake <DeLone. laughs> Turn Jake his mic DeLone. off. Turn it's his mic off. Come oh. on. Yeah.
0: All right, I mean, that Lindsay led him into that chipwreck. Sorry. Right. Uh, trying to be obscure. Lindsay, you got a score prediction for UNLV football?
3: Twenty-eight, ten. UNLV.
0: Wow, oh, it'd be a good Whoa. defensive game riding that momentum bigger. baby jesus shut her <laughs> mic off too uh so none of us are going to say utah state's going to win this game
5: it just i haven't <sighs> seen anybody picking utah state which makes me kind of worried
0: right like unlv is going to win 37 24 that's my score i said um,
5: 45 to 20 i okay. going big 45 to 20 yep. going I? big oh
3: i was feeling bad about going 35 but my goodness
4: I, I feel like
0: this this team needs to
4: win close.
0: Like that I feel like that, that's no, they do, they need to avoid the close games. They've never won one under Marcus. And that's Arroyo. what I'm saying. I never have they be just the, need to no, win six it, games by 20. This, this needs is the, to be the one that, that changes the momentum. This I is
5: not the game like,
4: that you wait. want a close game.
0: I'm pretty sure if they're like if this game is within seven in the fourth quarter, they're losing.
4: But that just doesn't that doesn't that kind of feel on brand? They're picked to win, they're favored. And then it's within seven, and sudden like they hit a two point conversion with no time left, and UNLV loses. Doesn't that just feel right?
5: Being picked to win isn't on brand. It hasn't that happened is, in yeah. four years. That's true. No, really? I'm saying, I'm saying, like, last time they were favored on the road was like <sighs> 2017. I, I understand wow. that, but I mean, like,
4: but I'm, I'm saying, like, to build up the, the like, ooh, I feel confident in this. Like, they're they're good now. They're are they're better than they used to be. Doesn't it feel like this is the time that they get punched in the mouth?
5: No, let's save it for another week. Yeah. Okay,
4: all right,
3: fine. There's only You're, so many yeah, times okay. you can be this positive. Let's ride it.
0: Yeah, they just lost to Weber State. There's just no Yeah, way. there's that's Yeah, Weber State. That that okay, yeah. That's I'm brutal. I'm uncomfortable with the optimism. It doesn't feel right. Yeah, what are we supposed to do with this? Well, if they win they're three and one, they're going to a bowl game. Basically. And, yeah.
4: and they're beating Notre Dame.
0: If they we've already locked that are in. Are we going
4: to Notre Dame if they go three and one?
0: I'm not. Damn if they're uh, 5 and it.
5: 1 when they have to go to Notre Dame.
0: All right, they're not going to be 5 and 1, Danny. No, if if we are doing a watch party
4: somewhere if they're 5 and 1 when they're about to play <laughs> Notre Dame.
0: <sighs> oh, they're going to they're going to win. They're going to be 3 and 1 and they're officially going to be a bowl team. Not officially, but they're officially going to be like that's if they win this game, 6 wins is the floor. Yeah. If they if they win if they beat Utah State they're 3 and 1 and they don't get to a bowl game, they will have failed despite going over every season win total within like the Is first it 5. It's bad
4: weeks. that my optimism has hit the point where UNLV goes to a bowl game and Marcus Arroyo goes to like gets scooped up by somebody. Else. Like that's I've sort of gone full force like come on buddy, get to the bowl if game. If they
0: lose Arroyo after one bowl game,
4: at they least, lost Otzelberger I after know, a losing season.
0: At least it's one bowl game, I guess. But man, if UNLV loses another he got coach. He UNLV to a bowl game. They lose another coach that quickly? He will have been here three years.
3: Well, and God help us if Justin Herbert has a good year because, oh, they're the connection. It's time for him to ascend.
0: Well, the funny part is most, like, Oregon fans blame him. Really? For Herbert not being as good. Really? Like, that, like. Oregon fans didn't like Arroyo when he left for UNLV. They were like, good luck with that. And now that Herbert's been so good in the NFL, most Oregon fans are like, what the hell? Yeah. Why wasn't he that good for us?
4: That's fair. It's great.
0: Uh, They did have him run a lot at Oregon, which...
4: I thought his own read, yeah. And I was like,
3: maybe but that's uh, Oregon, though. That's the way it's always been. Okay, it's but, just a different offense that he's in now.
4: Uh, maybe, uh, don't do it with adapt your offense
5: to the what their
4: talents nope. are, Same not
3: play. when you're in college. Same play all it's the time, it's a different time.
5: bit. So, UNLV um, is going eight and four this year, right? We're all no, in agreement. No, 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 no,
4: uh, no.
0: Danny, nine and three, calm down. Nine. No, dude, what 11 and one, they're gonna be the fourth team in.
4: Oh, okay. yeah, all right,
0: in all seriousness, if they're 11 and one. That loss to Cal, we're going to look back and say, what the hell did they do there? Unless well, Cal about wait. The wait. Refs even
5: more, that could have been a perfect 12 0 season. Well, if all, all else, else fails, we can do the faults. academic
3: record to do the tiebreaker, right?
5: Uh, Not good. a focus? No. Tough. No.
3: I thought that was a focus under Marcus.
0: It's a I focus, mean, but not as much as a nobody, focus. Nobody actually cow. cares, though. Like UNLV pumps it Well-routed out. Well-rounded like,
3: individuals are developing down there. Highest GPA okay?
0: in program history, our APRs high, whatever. But nobody actually cares.
3: There is life after the sports, just to let everybody know. Yeah, that. yeah but nobody, the sports,
0: nobody outside of the darkness
3: of, will envelop they, they you. Don't,
0: they don't actually care. Yeah. Like, no UNLV fan is pumped because they had their highest GPA in program history. Yeah, I was
4: about to say, didn't Tony Sanchez, like, graduate the most football players they've, in UNLV history? They've,
0: like, broken a GPA record every semester for, like, eight straight years.
4: It's an award! I had to tutor some of them. <laughs> so you get credit for that? Right? Like what it does for Herbert. I mean, I wouldn't say that, like, it, that's not so much the blind leading the blind as the like sighted blinding people. <laughs> you were bl- you were gouging out eyes like they were Samson? If I'm if I'm literally if I'm your tutor, how bad of a situation are you in? No, you're not dumb. You just
3: need a soundboard to bounce ideas off of. You don't have to solve things, you just have to support.
0: You're not dumb. You just can't get thoughts out of your head into competent sentences. That's the problem. Nobody's ever accused Jared of being dumb. Just saying dumb things is the issue.